love you. Jail folk, ladies and men, so happy to have you here again. Thank you for coming back to the couch with us. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faces Leone. This is a podcast about movies and TV called Green and Faceless on the Couch. Welcome back. Indeed. What are we talking about? Nick. Honestly, have forgotten it. Cage. Oh, yes. Yes. How could I? How could I forget about How Nick? Could you? The one true God. <laughs> Specifically, we're talking about one of my favorite Nick Cage uh, yeah, movies. I do. This is a, in, re- in regards to my childhood. Yeah. Specifically. Uh, uh, they got a lot of nostalgia for yeah. sure. Again, just to reiterate, it wasn't my childhood. It was actually my teenagehood, I guess. <laughs> but it was it was such a, a wonderful thing when it came out, um, mainly because I knew it was mostly bullshit. But uh, boy, I did, did I enjoy this that bullshit. Is history. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This is, <laughs> this is as real as the lizard people. Come on, Greeny. Oh my god. <laughs> let's 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 quickly dive into it, shall we? Um, yes. Directed directed by John Turtletaub. John Turtletaub, not not uh, Jerry Brockheimer. Yeah, not oh. Jerry Brockheimer. I thought for all of my life until I rewatched this movie that it was directed by Jerry Brockheimer. He just produced it. Oh, but it, it has uh, it has that Jerry Brockheimer feel. It really does feel like a, a discount uh, Pirates of the Caribbean film. You know, it's got that sure. that. Yeah, yeah, kind of like an epic-y action like, feel, even though there's yeah. not much action in this, but... All the things they do. Yeah. And, and the mysteries, like the, 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 the mystery that's being unraveled, which I'll get into here, uh, it, it is... Uh, how it's done, how it's unraveled is given, like, the epic treatment. It, it feels yeah. so... E- each answer that they come to is such, like, an amazing grasp of knowledge, and it's, it's presented with just, like, an oh fuck whoa kind of feel to it yeah Yeah, just it it all around just i think benjamin franklin gates could have also have been played by also keanu reeves (laughs) oh almost yeah actually i'm just saying like it could have worked with keanu reeves i don't know that they you know uh if he was ever considered but nicholas cage plays Benjamin Franklin Gates, and he is yes he does in a family of treasure hunters. Yeah, (laughs) they yes, specifically American history treasure. Well, not American history, but American treasure hunters of the Revolution era and on. Yeah, that well, this treasure goes way back farther than that that they've been after, and they they've been associated with one treasure. Yeah, but his family wasn't involved until the revolution. This is they, true. Well, actually, after the... It was during Andrew Jackson's presidency, actually. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just... <laughs> God. Why do you... No, you're right, though. It was it was Jackson. He did... Uh, it was the individual who gave them the seeker, who let them in on the big mystery, uh, was going to die, and he yes. knew he was going to die. So he was in a uh, in his horsing carriage or whatever with his servant, who was uh, the ancestor Gates. Yeah. Uh, but when he but he he's not able to see the president. The president's not in. He's not able to get the information he needed to get to the president. So instead, 
he entrusts it into his friend, his his servant, I guess, his manservant. Uh, uh, Thomas was- Gates. Thomas Gates. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and the, 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 the mystery he lets him in on are, is just the simple words, uh, the secret lies with Charlotte. That's it. Yes, that's he gives it. Him, he gives him a little phrase. And then the TARDIS came in. <laughs> <laughs> and we jump forward two centuries. Uh, so Actually yeah. under two centuries. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> I was just expecting you to do it again. <laughs> okay, so yeah. John Adams Gates is the one who who told this story to his grandson Benjamin Franklin Gates. Yeah, do you see a do you see a a, a recurring pattern in their family yes. name? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Patrick Gates, played by John Voight, he's like, oh, this is a silly treasure. <laughs> Patrick Henry Gates too. Thank you, you Patrick gotta, Henry G- Gates. You gotta, you gotta give his historical name. <laughs> silly oh, treasure silly. ruining my life. Oh, where, where, where? Yeah, he doesn't. He does. He is the outcast of the family, and and the way that he is actually successful, like the Gates family, each each, I guess Gates son has yeah uh well i guess they don't i guess they don't specify that it's only the males that go on the treasure hunt so each yeah each member of the gates family from uh who was the first one thomas Thomas gates Gates. that's right yeah each member of the family from thomas gates on down to benjamin franklin gates except excluding only patrick henry gates the uh, play by john voight all of them have basically ruined their lives or like and by ruined i don't like I, I I suspect they enjoyed the hunt for the most right, part, right. but they they didn't they weren't successful. They didn't they didn't have anything other than the fact that they were just known as these ludicrous treasure hunters. Right? Yeah, they are kind of laughing stocks of the archaeological uh, society, or that they're right. not allowed in. Yeah, and John Voigt is the laughing stock of the family in that. He is successful. He has a house. <laughs> he has a job, and he hasn't spent his whole life treasure hunting. And he drives a caddy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he has like he has a rift with his son. Like there's a huge rift between right. him and Nick Cage because Nick is uh Ben Ben Franklin Gates, played by Nick, is constantly searching for the treasure. He he is like probably the smartest member of the family mm-hmm. in the history of the family. And he at the very beginning of the movie has discovered that the secret wise of Charlotte wasn't about a person. It yeah. was about a ship, and he dun, found the ship, dun, dun, and he goes to explore dun, the ship dun, 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 dun. and find the treasure. Yeah, but I mean, he knows it's not a treasure. It's going to be another clue, but and, and that's another weird thing. Yeah, I'm not so sure he knows that because yeah, I'm this not sure is he knows the only that clue he's really gotten. Exactly, but that's that's where I'm really confused. That's where I'm really confused because John Voight's like. Yes, and when you when you're searching for the treasure, it just leads from one clue to the next. It's always just another clue. There is no treasure, and I'm just like, yeah, this is the only it's, clue they've had for two years, like two centuries almost. Well, like, okay, what are you so talking maybe about? like in their research of Charlotte, like they get these right. little clues and stuff for something. I don't know. I mean, that's that's what I assume too. But when presented with the fact that everybody was researching the wrong thing. 
that kind yeah. of undermines everything that John Voigt is saying. He's saying it's always going to be another clue. It's always going to lead to another clue. Well, your ancestors were researching the wrong thing, dumbass. So, yes, all of that just kept leading to another clue because you were looking at the wrong thing. Your son has clearly found the right answer. Yes. And you don't know if that's going to lead to another clue. And it could always lead to the end of the, the hunt. He blows it up. <laughs> well, he doesn't He doesn't intend to. Yes. It's just he gets there. And he gets there with his crew, which consists of uh, Sean Bean playing Ian Howe, yep. uh, Justin Bartha playing Riley Poole, and, and some other some guys. other people. Yeah, <laughs> there's some other ones. <laughs> Sorry, guys. One but, of uh, them's name uh, is Shaw. I thought it was Sean, and it kept on confusing me because Sean Bean kept on right. saying Shaw. <laughs> but he. That's <laughs> true. I forgot about that. I always thought that was Mark Strong, but it's not. It's, uh, no, uh, it's David Dayan Fisher. And the rest of them die too quickly, really, to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. But the, that's the problem is when they get there, when they find the next uh, clue, Sean turns on Ben Gates. Yeah. And uh, just fuck it. I'm going with the actor's names. It's more. <laughs> it makes more sense to me. <laughs> Sean Bean turns on Nick Cage. And he's like, uh, and, and the only individual who was not in with Sean Bean was Justin Bartha. And so Justin and Nick are at the at the opposite end, are at the wrong end of a bunch of guns and surrounded by the gunpowder that was on the ship. And so Nick Cage, he just, he thinks that the only way out is to blow up the ship. So he's just yep. like, here's the flare. I'm going to throw the flare down. Some shit ensues. And they barely get out with their fucking lives. <laughs> they do barely get out alive. And uh, Sean Bean is like, oh, that must have killed him. We, let's go follow the clue that we got in there. And that first, what I like about this movie is that the first clue that they find also is so important to the end of the movie. But, you know, right. it's also just like this movie is coincidence. The movie also at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But I like yeah, there's it. Not, there's not a lot of, like, there's not a lot of red herrings. It's just kind of, like, the the path that the writer created works right. only for the way that the writer created it. You're right. Yes. It is very much yeah. coincidence for the movie. <laughs> and and at the same time, it makes for a very hilarious, like, action fun. Like, it's, yeah. it's stupid. It's absolutely stupid, but it is fun. And my favorite thing, too, so when we're, when we're at the ship, uh, when at the very beginning of the movie, what causes the rift between Nick Cage and Sean Bean is Sean Bean. Uh, the the clue that they find implies that there is a hit that the map to find the treasure is hidden on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, that's the big big thing. And, yeah, and then and then Nick is upset. Nick's like, "Well, that's it. That's the end of the hunt. There's no way we can get to the Declaration of Independence." And Sean Bean's like, "We could steal it." We can steal it, buddy. He's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to help you steal the Declaration of Independence. And then Sean Bean's like, all right, then. You're no longer useful to me. I'm going to kill you. And that's when the whole riff happens. But when they get back to the mainland and back to America, Nick's like, well, Sean's going to steal the Declaration of Independence. The only way I can stop him from doing that is to steal it myself. So it's like, yeah, if you're just going to steal the Declaration of Independence, why don't you just work with Sean Bean to begin with? Like, just <laughs> because that's not just how it, it happened. It's not how it happened. To be fair, he went to the incompetent um, FBI and then he went to some other people 
and then he talked to uh, the only woman in the film, Abigail Abigail Chase, played by Diane Kruger, uh, who I really like Abigail. Uh, but she do, is but yeah, definitely she is. the the very stereotypical leading lady. But at the very least, she's smart. And she actually gives input that helps yeah. the team figure out what the fuck's going on. I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, except for like the, the few big mysteries that Nick Cage has to be the one to solve, where everybody's just stumped and he has to go off and right. sit quietly and think about it. Uh, yeah. She equals Nick in, in, in intelligence. Like, there's... Yeah. They they come to the answer of many things at the exact same time. And it's just... It's only the big ones that are, are that really matter that Nick has to solve. But, yeah, she, she equals his intelligence. And that's, you know, that's, like, the only good thing I can credit the, the writers <laughs> for in her character. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, she doesn't have all that much agency, given that... Um, so, she spots... So... I don't want to give away too much, but she gets involved via being kidnapped by Sean and then rescued by Ben. But like she knows that Ben was trying to also steal the Declaration of Independence. So, <laughs> right. and she works for the department that protects it. Yeah, and, and it just becomes a a, a wild goose chase after all of this uh, <clears throat> yeah. with uh, Nick, Diane, and and Justin. Being chased by Sean and simultaneously by the fe- uh, the feds, the FBI, yeah. and, and whoever, all of them just trying to to stop you know stop Nick Cage after he steals the Declaration of Independence, and also to beat him to the treasure in, in Sean Bean's regard. But yeah, I don't want to give I don't want to give it all away because I do think it is a a, a, a enjoyable romp to be had. So yeah, uh, I do I do recommend it. So we will we will keep. I think the rest of the story behind uh, behind right. the uh, spoiler free. Sure, uh, I do want to mention the the writing the writing team is uh, this is really strange. We talked about this last I think last week, but it's Jim Koof and then the the couple team of Cormac Wiberly and Marianne Wiberly. Like huh. I don't know how we've randomly had two films within like a month's time that were With by a couple, couple writing huh. pair. It's really weird. That is very strange. That couple is also they were the uh, they co-wrote the films uh, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle and <laughs> Bad Boys Two. Oh <laughs> <So>. yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! Uh, they got the they got the silly blockbusters down pat. I also wanted to give a mention to Harvey Keitel, who plays uh, the head honcho in the FBI who gets involved after the Declaration of Independence gets stolen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, uh, the character's name is uh, Sadusky. I really enjoy him as this character slash just in general. I think he's a very interesting actor and he he kind of gets typecast a lot, at least in this time period. I feel like he's yeah. gotten to break out a little bit, but I feel like he's a little underrated. He, I feel like he should get more credit, and I like him in this role. So there you go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. He is. He is a lot of fun, and his 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 twist, I will say, is great. Yeah. Uh, it's a yeah. it's a very hilarious, like duh kind of moment. <laughs> I feel like they were trying to go for like the usual suspects kind of moment, like that that kind of grab. But it's just it doesn't it doesn't grab the same. <laughs> but it's still yeah. it's still funny. Like it's like ah okay I got gotcha. you. But it, it I don't know I don't know what else to talk about with this film. Uh, 
without giving stuff away definitely yeah uh, i will say there's a hilarious bit at the end of the in the third act where they kind of just stopped caring in regards to uh, like characters <laughs> and and their awareness because there's so many moments where characters will say something in private about you know uh, so nick and nick and john voight a uh, specific mm-hmm. example nick and john voight talk about the status quo and how they can't upend the status quo at the end because right. they're kind of hostages it's yeah. like we just have to do what they they want us to do because they have the upper hand and then later while they're standing with sean bean sean bean's ordering nick around and nick's kind of like at a moment where he's like is this where i take the moment is this where i where i fight back and his dad who's standing right next to sean bean's like remember son the status quo and i'm like well now you're just putting sean bean on edge because now he knows you guys have a plan or something like why would you say that right next to the fucking villain yeah so like and that happens many times where characters just talk about other characters as if they weren't present (laughs) but they're standing right the fuck there (laughs) like like sean bean leaves him in a in a in a hole and he's like going back up an elevator and then they're talking very loudly yeah you see him on a wild goose chase and i'm like it echoes yeah, you're, right? You're, you're in, an in area a, a is- giant shaft. They gave him, like, not even 30 seconds to get away. Yeah, I, no. I know that, that 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 is just film logic there. Like, that that one I can give him a little bit because, like, you don't want him to wait 15 minutes. But they could have done, like, maybe a, a different scene, like cut to the FBI or something and then cut back. Yeah. And then that would have made a little bit more sense. Or, like, jump cut to where, like, the torch is, like, kind of a little dimmer, like, a, they've been there for an hour or so. I don't Maybe. know. Something. It is, it's Something. just absolutely silly. But, uh, honestly, I, I think that's really all I had for, for National Treasure. You ready for closing statements? Yeah, like, sure. <clears throat> it's a short one, but that's okay. A uh, little taste yeah. for you guys. But, uh, yeah, I'll go ahead if that's all right. Yeah, it's a, it's a, f- family favorite i would say i remember watching this with the family and being like oh this was fun like it it's not the greatest movie in the world but i could watch it again and again because it's a fun ride yeah. <laughs> and it's a popcorn film yeah it's a popcorn film and i think that i give it a face I, i'm not gonna give it more than that we'll see how no. we feel about the second one i haven't watched that one as many times uh, so that's yeah, a little preview yeah, of next the week. Same. The only thing I remember about the second one, uh, just to give a little bit of spoiler hints for it, is I remember the moms involved, and I remember Mount Rushmore's in it. That's yeah. about it. The president's <laughs> in it too. Remember that? Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 It's it's very weird. It, this is it's like it's like Sherlock, man. We just need the trilogy to be fulfilled. They need to make a third <laughs> National Treasure film. Throwing it They're out probably there working now. on it. I mean, he's kind of <laughs> having a little reawakening right now. So, oh, dude, if you want to have a fun experiment, just Google National Treasure. Don't don't click this movie in particular. Just Google National Treasure. Uh huh. And it comes up. It comes up with a picture for National Treasure Three. I don't understand it, but it's hilarious. It's like this. It's like this guy who looks like he's a little beaten up. Maybe I don't know. He's got he. It might just be creases, like wrinkles. I have a very small image here, but he's he has this weird ass grin on. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm just gonna do three because it didn't pop up for me. 
Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it's he! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> what if that's one of the uh, writers? And we're making fun of one of the writers. I have no idea. But it looks hilarious. They do need to make it because I think it'll be hilarious. I mean, again, it's a popcorn film. I yeah. give it two and a half stars. I recommend it because it's it's a it's a silly, stupid like the the plot is absolutely ludicrous. The whole premise of it is ludicrous. Yeah, like yeah. the and- the idea that they just they hid a whole treasure, but they buried the crap out of the the components of where they hid it. Mm-hmm. So that they can never use it, except for if one person found it. Like it's it's ludicrous. Yeah. It's a dumb story, as you said. It's coincidence. The movie, it's but it's still fun. And, yeah, and like, Riley is a funny comedic uh, companion character. He has he has some. Yeah, good we didn't moments. really talk about has, Justin Bar- Bartha, did we? <laughs> yeah, sorry, Justin Bartha. Uh, I think you're uh, the the direction they go for it in the second movie. I remember enjoying. So yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll talk about you more. <laughs> we promise. Yeah, I I I think that is the show. I guess I think, so. Uh, is there more goose yeah. to be had? Yeah, is... yeah. If, if you like the Da Vinci Code and you like pirates films, the Pirates of the Caribbean's films, not the if pornos. If you liked uh, uh, Tomb Raider, and it, you didn't yeah. like it for the male gazy reason. Then come on by a national treasure. <laughs> exactly. That is, that's exactly it. Da Vinci Code, Tomb Raider, those kind of films, then this one's right up your alley. Definitely. And uh yeah, until until the next Nick Cage uh movie. Well actually until this Thursday, but whatever. Maybe you're maybe you're just listening to the Nick Cage playlist and you're not you're not doing this day to day. But uh whenever you hear us next, I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the faceless Leone, and uh, I'm sorry, Greeny. I didn't mean to pick on you so much. It just happened. Uh, Actually. Actually. Safe travels, and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com, or visit our Patreon page, at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe, or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.